Welcome back to the Data Blitz Podcast, everyone. I'm Noel. And I'm Brendan. Uh, so we decided that this week we're going to do a little bit of a, you know, All-Star Weekend recap. This is being recorded, like, as that game is going on. So I might try to pull that up and give some commentary on it. But we all know that that's kind of irrelevant. Uh, we, we can talk a little bit about All-Star Weekend, though. But the core focus of the following Monday's episodes starting now are going to be breakdowns of each team's salary cap situation, draft situation, impending free agents and all that, just to give a brief, you know, off season preview um, for each team by division. And yeah, I know we've talked about it. We're finally going to do it. Here we go. Let's do it, baby. All right. So we're saying that we're going to do it, but we are going to do it. <laughs> Our dunk contest, you know, little discussion here. Uh, Mac McClung obviously won the dunk contest. And then over in the three-point contest, we both probably did not see this coming. Our discussions completely avoided Damian Lillard, but he ended up pulling through on that one. You were almost right with the Trey, Trey Young take, but not not quite there. That's all right. I mean, Dame is a really good shooter. Yeah, I just thought he was rustier than... You know, maybe he he showed himself to be. He looked really good. Though. Rusty how? How? I, he's been struggling so much this season. I just didn't think that he had it in him. Yeah, but he's. I mean, he's still a great shooter. I mean, he's up there on the all-time list of three pointers. Yeah, that's true. He's definitely no Steph. I mean, that that's Steph. Performance sure. was pretty insane. But yeah, he's still way up there. Well, then why didn't you mention him on on Friday's episode? <laughs> Me shit, like because I th- I thought the other I thought well true I thought the other guys were just better. Yeah, I did too. I thought a lot of those guys were like you know we've seen so many great shots from Dame over the time his career like yeah um and he 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 gave us the uh, Dame time. <laughs> sir i want to look up jalen brown's dunk because i think i missed that one um but yeah it was it was not great the dunk contest um mac had a decent dunk over Shaq by the end of it but that's the only thing that's memorable and he won the dunk contest he's in the g league so yeah i mean this kind of goes back to our discussion though it's like how creative can you be? Like, there's only so many ways you can dunk a basketball. So when he jumped over Shaq and dunked it, it's like, cool, like, you can jump. Like, all, everybody can. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was a jump so, contest. I mean, I mean, yeah, lost right? that part was... because he... He jumped over Kai Sanat. Sanat? I don't know how to say his name. Um... He was 5'3", and, and he was sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, it's cool that, like, a guy who's not that big, like, gets up that high. But, like, once you see it a few times, it's like, all right. Yeah, it is uh, kind of cool to just, watch. Just another dunk. I don't know. Not thrilling. Not something I'm going to be looking forward to next year. And my stance on the dunk contest has not changed. It's, it's kind of stupid. Yeah. Yeah. You still watch King of the Court? Yeah, that would be so sick. I don't know how they do it, though. Even 
even after the people giving you shit oh yeah <laughs> i think a lot more people like that take than than hated it um the haters are loud though all right let's jump into our nfl offseason preview i feel like that's enough of the all-star weekend discussion uh fortunately yeah. we are recording before the game so but yeah uh so we're gonna do the afc east today i figured afc is probably the best place to start um afc east is one of the most electric divisions and there's a lot of things going on over there uh, so i kind of just picked it at random i almost did afc north so you kind of like go in a circle but or you can still do that but i don't know if there's any logic behind it so afc east is what we're going to start with next week we will come at you with another afc division um let's get started here do you want to start with your team the patriots Sure. Um, let me just pull up. All right. So the Patriots, they have $66 million in cap space, which is kind of the <laughs> biggest thing for them going into this offseason. Because we saw last year, like, we got a defense. Um, we still have these, like, okay guys as skill players. So we know that's the majority of the problem and how we've talked about the NFL this year being, like, fast and it depends on your wide receivers and your running backs a lot more than ever. Yeah. Um, even though Mahomes kind of shut up that conversation, but um, more so like just winning games throughout the regular season. If you don't have Mahomes, like you need, you need these skill players. Um, so right now the Pats have most of their money in the defense. They're expected to cut JC Jackson, who's a $12.3 million hit. Um, who's, you know, like, like it's not that bad. Um, actually, his cap number is 14.3. So that's Did second on the save team. 14.3 by cutting him before June 1st. Yeah. So they're expected to cut him. Um, but most of the money is in the defense, um, which is not a bad thing because we still have like a pretty good amount of space and we're not signing a quarterback for 50 million. Um, so most likely they're going to end up drafting a quarterback at number three. I think it's probably the smart decision. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like we still lack a lot of other players on the offensive side of the ball. And honestly, if we can just keep pretty much the same defense as last year and just work on the offense, I think this team wins another two, three games. Yeah. I mean, with a new quarterback and all that, another two, three games is not out of the question at all. Um, you know, it is going to be a transition year for you with the new coach. Um, but I'm just looking at cutting JC Jackson right now, it saves you 14 million this year, which is insane. 14 million next year. Uh, I think maybe 14 million the year after that. I'm doing this right. So that's a ton of cap space for you guys. It's, that puts you up at 80.4 million. You can basically bring in whoever you want. You probably bring in yeah. three, four, five really solid guys to help out the defense or a receiver. Maybe Brandon IU comes up on the on the radar for you guys or somebody else like that. Uh that's a little bit disgruntled. I love that. And then you take a quarterback, you kind of get the quarterback and the receiver together, and you're because it's not like when we talked about the Marvin Harrison Jr. situation, it's like you could take him, but if you take him, then you're going to have a liability at quarterback. 
that's guaranteed. But yeah. if you take a quarterback and you can sign a receiver, then you don't have a liability at either of those positions. And I think that's more important for them. Um, what about impending free agents? Do you see anybody here that's coming up in free agency that you're worried about losing or anybody that you think might be more impactful uh, resigned? Um, so there's a couple of interesting ones here, right? Um, so one of them that I want to talk about, well, I'll, I'll save that one for a second, but I think the biggest one is Kyle Duggar. Um, yeah, that's what I was we need to. Re- we need, yeah, we need to resign him. Um, he's kind of like, I mean, he's 28 now, which is crazy. Um, uh, seems like they just drafted him. Um, so he's coming off of his rookie contract right now and I would love for them to re-sign him because he's a huge part of that defense. Dude makes so many tackles. He locks up tight ends. He just plays big in the middle of the field. Yeah. And you need a guy like that. So that's that's the biggest one to me is you have to be able to get him back. Um, you're going to have to pay him. Um, but pretty much if you go through this list and just find the defensive guys, like they need to be re-signed. Um, Miles Bryant's another one. He's just great slot corner, um, but he can mm-hmm. also take down some running backs. Um, Josh Uche. They also have, yeah, I was about to say Uche, who had like his best year ever, like either this year or two years ago. I forget what it was. Yeah, he was had solid. like eight sacks or something. Um, so he's just, he's like a good guy to rotate in. Um, keep Judon young because he's 32. Um, if you can get another five years out of him, that would be amazing um so otherwise there's hunter henry there and ezekiel elliott honestly i wouldn't be too too pissed if hunter henry left you probably will i mean but yeah but who else are we gonna get like who who else are the pats gonna sign for a tight end Um, mike gusecki is also a free agent i was gonna ask if he might stick around instead yeah he's probably gone maybe hunter henry comes back but yeah yeah okay here's an interesting one um how do you feel about kendrick Bourne? i love kendrick Bourne, um but i think he's gonna cost you a little bit to looking at really i don't know i think if you can get him back for like less than eight million a year easy yeah he's a great you know option to have but he is 29 um He's been really solid for them, and I, I thought he showed some real flashes, but he's not going to get like better than he is. Um, and maybe Juju gets healthy next year. Maybe you know somebody else steps up in that receiver core because it feels like they're going to go find their number one, and I think their number two is on their team right now. Maybe that's Kendrick Bourne if he's resigned. Yeah. I mean, there's really no point in getting rid of Juju because if you cut him, you're only freeing up two million dollars because of that 12 and a half uh cap hit mm-hmm. the dead money um so there's no no point really um keep him on i guess it's not like he really contributed huge this year i mean he was fine yeah but his um, his knee was what did they say the, the report came out during like training camp his knee was on the edge of exploding every day like, <laughs> <laughs> um Jesus Christ. So maybe he played a little bit injured. He's 28, I think. To keep him on the team for $2 million is 
totally worth it if that's what we're going to look at it as. Yeah, it's pretty much how you have to look at it. Um, and the last one that I find interesting here is a Wenu. Um, mm. He's been kind of rumored as like one of the top offensive linemen to go after. Um, personally, I thought he's like good. I don't think he's anything crazy special. Yeah. But who knows? I mean, with all these coaching changes, maybe we see an improvement with coaching on the offensive line. Um, who knows? Because the, the offensive line's a mess. Once we lost uh, Skarnekia, the old-timer offensive line coach, um, offensive line just went to shit. It seemed like whatever guy they threw on the offensive line, they were going to have success with him because the coach was so good. Yeah. There was a long time of, you know, Really solid success there. Uh, so you think you want Owenu back or no? I don't know. It depends on his price. Okay. I think if you can get, because a lot of these guys now are getting like, what, twenty million or close to it. Um, I don't think you can pay him that. No, I mean you could theoretically tag him. Um, I don't know why you do that, but you could tag him for twenty one point seven million. Yeah, that's ridiculous. No, if you're gonna pay him twenty million a year, you might as well tag him for twenty one, give him one year, what a and then try to him. <laughs> But yeah, that's no. that's a quarter of your cap space, assuming the J.C. Jackson cut. So I would not be willing to go ahead and do that if I were you. Uh, but yeah. maybe you can what bring him back from like sixteen. Good... That's some like somewhat reasonable. Um, I guess with the price they're going for right now, like. I guess if you want to keep them, that's probably what you have to do. Um, but one of the one of the big things that the Pats have going for them is not only is their defense already pretty good, but they're all pretty much signed except for these couple guys that we mentioned. And none of those guys really present a big hole other than Duggar. So if we can just get Duggar back, and if we missed on all those other guys, like, whatever. But if we miss on Duggar and we can't get those guys back, that's a big deal for the defense. I think, so I think the biggest thing, yeah, he has to be. Um, that's a guy I'm willing to give, you know, twenty million a year, twenty five, whatever, whatever it is. Let's see what the uh, tag would be. Tag would be seventeen million. So yeah, give him give him twenty million a year for the next three years. Call it a call it a day. All right. Uh, let's jump over the draft. We talked about it a little bit, and the Patriots are sitting here with the number three pick. Uh, yep. number 34, and I think the next pick is 68. So it looks like their two kind of biggest needs we talked about are wide receiver and quarterback. They're projected right now to take Jaden Daniels at three, um, and Donnie Mitchell at 34. I think we can assume that that Jaden Daniels pick might stay. Uh, they did obviously have discussions about moving back in the first round or out of the first round entirely, um, picking up a lot of value that way. But what's your take? What do you want the Patriots to go ahead and do? So I, I like that idea of um, stacking Jaden Daniels and Adonai Mitchell, um, just because one one big thing is Adonai Mitchell is six foot four. Mm-hmm. If he shows any type of speed, like. I mean, he could probably jump up the draft board here. Um, so we're looking at a few guys around this pick in mock drafts 
They have Adonai Mitchell, Troy Franklin, Keon Coleman. He's probably not going to leave the first round. But um, you know who feels a like a patriot? Of... Who? Lad McConkey. <laughs> oh my god! Lad McConkey's screaming patriot. He's projected at forty-three right now. I think you guys need him. The next. That just. <laughs> the next Julian Edelman, Lad McConkey. Draft him in the second round. That'd be awesome. <laughs> He's projected to go there. Um, He's good. Yeah, but we need some size at the position. Mm-hmm. Um, the guys around our pick are Brian Thomas, who's 6'4", Keon Coleman, 6'4", Troy Franklin, 6'3", Adonai Mitchell, 6'4". Like, we need size at wide receiver, and we can't get it wrong this time. That's true. Yeah, and after that, it kind of drops down to McConkey, Xavier Worthy, and then you go back to Xavier Leggett. Yeah. Maybe you get Leggett. You can go up if you show some speed. I don't know. Mitchell's pretty good. I like Worthy, too, but he's a little smaller. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty much they're going to be last pick in terms of these wide receivers I just named. So... They're gonna have to take what they what they can get unless they want to trade up a few picks. But if they do, when the hell have the Pats ever done that? Yeah, what I'm thinking is, as a Packers fan for the past years, until we took Christian Watson at like 33, uh, we weren't taking wide receivers at all when we needed them, and hoping you guys are in a similar position because it's very frustrating. Um, what do you mean? We've been doing that for years. We just had Tom Brady. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, let's jump so over to the next team here. Uh, who do you want to do? Go over to the Bills. Sure. So. All right. Bills are in a tough spot right now. <laughs> sure are. 51 uh, in the hole. 51 in the hole. And then you got a lot of money tied up in, in Stefan Diggs, 31 million in dead cap. So you're not gonna you're not gonna move off him. Uh maybe if you trade him. No, it looks like the trade doesn't even end up saving you that much money. So Yeah. That's brutal. Um <laughs> So then you have Gabe Davis on free agency. Um, you know, honestly, not that many guys. AJ Epinesa. Um, not a ton of, you know, really important guys, but enough guys. Shaq Lawson. Oh, Shaq Lawson. Yeah, I'm just skimming this over. Enough guys to where, like, that's kind of an issue. Um, mm-hmm. Taylor Rapp looks, you know, pretty important to them, but yeah, they're not going to be able to like re-sign these guys. So it looks like the bills are going to open up a hole at wide receiver potentially. Um, you know, with Gabe Davis going out with Stefan Diggs, taking that step back. If you trade Stefan Diggs, you don't actually end up. You save about twenty million, but they're still thirty-two million in the in the negative. 
Um, yeah. Same thing with Dawson Knox. You can't really save on him. No, that was a huge contract they gave him to just to go draft another guy. Um, guy who's probably better. I mean, theoretically, if you wanted to cut uh, Rasul Douglas, you could go ahead and do that. There would be nothing why you would. against the cap, but he was one of your best defensive players last year, so yeah, they're in really tough spot in terms of cap space right now. There's nobody that they can move off of, really. Yeah, and as we've been saying, it's because of the quarterback contract. Um, good yeah. luck paying a lot of these guys. It's just how far into the hole are you willing to go? That's it's pretty much all you can say about this. Is like you're fucked, but you can either fuck your money or yeah. you can go and I mean, Josh fuck Allen up your football team. Forty-seven million dollar cap hit is <laughs> insane. So there's not much to talk about in terms of moves that the Bills can do using their cap space because they have none. We talked a little bit about what they can do to maybe move off of some guys. There aren't really many options there. Just maybe trading Stephon Diggs saves you twenty million. Still $32 million in the hole. Um, and then we talked about some pending free agents that they're not going to be able to do. Let's jump over to the draft and see what they might be able to do there. Uh, because I just wanted like... to say one thing. All right, go ahead. Um, so I noticed something uh, that, uh, that the Bengals did, I think it was, um, with Joe Burrow's contract, which is that it's all front-loaded pretty much. And otherwise, I think it's in like 2029 or whatever. He has like a $10 million cap hit or something. Um, Maybe the Bills made a mistake here by just giving him 47 a year every year. Yeah. If you're able to front load it with rookie contracts, that's not really a bad situation to be in because then, you know, by the time those guys need extensions you're going to have the cap space back open. But, you know, right now and for the foreseeable future, the Bills are in a really tough spot. and They're not going to be able to, you know, have a lot of guys outside of the guys that they get through the draft. Yeah, next year, Josh Allen is a $56 million cap hit, 2026, 52, and then he goes 45, 41, and then that's it. So just out of curiosity, and I guess we can get there eventually, but what is Joe Burrow's cap hit? 30 40 46 48 52 53 57 9 <laughs> yeah that's what i mean like they just added you know so maybe they have they have a one year championship window in 2030 when joe burrow <laughs> is 34 years old i don't know if that really is the play but maybe it is we're really going to see how that ends up playing for these teams that have paid their guys this much because barring any huge cap raise, these, these teams are going to be hemorrhaging money to their quarterbacks. Yeah. So I guess they didn't front load his contract. They kind of put it right in the middle and then the end and the beginning were not as much because he, his cap hit for 2024 is 30 and 2023. I think it was about the same. Well, they did yeah that's crazy yeah uh, so just a thought well paid okay so in the draft it looks like a lot of people are talking about the bills potentially trading stefan diggs uh just to get some cap savings they do do that they're going to look at 
you know, potentially a wide receiver. Uh, are there any other holes that you think that they could address right now uh, in the draft? We could mention a couple players that fit that. I mean, I think that their biggest issue still is wide receiver. Because yeah. outside of Stephon Diggs, they have Gabe Davis, who's a free agent, and you're not going to pay him $20 million a year. You just you can't pay Gabe Davis $20 million. Someone mm-hmm. will, but but you can't. Patriots. Um, especially being at... Yeah, especially being in the hole. They better fucking not. Patriots. Oh, my God. They're going to get the Bills' whole playbook, though. I don't care. <laughs> um, like, it matters anyways. Um, so, it looks like they're slotted to take a wide receiver, which makes sense. Because um, outside, they have Khalil Shakir, Gabe Davis. Like, Khalil Shakir was solid in the playoffs, but do I think he's the answer at number two? No. Um, so you gotta, it's gotta be a wide receiver, right? So yeah. Diggs is getting a little bit older. Um, I think we're you obviously, then you have an answer in free agency somehow. Yeah. I think we're going to see, I mean, and this is super obvious, Malik, Marvin Harrison Jr. And then Malik neighbors and then Romeo, Romeo Dunze. Um, and then it's kind of like one of those next four guys that could be going to the bills. Um, depending on, you know, pr- pretty much the combines um, and some scouting stuff that, I mean, I have not watched tape of any of these guys, to be honest, but they're all 6'4", six, 6'3". Six, They've all had super solid seasons last year, uh, all of them over 10 touchdowns. Looks like Brian Thomas is the highest projected of them. Um, I think the Bills end up with any of them. Yeah, they're going to have their pick. Um... And and yeah. losing a bigger guy like Gabe Davis too, it's basically a no-brainer. Yeah, and I think like that, whoever they end up drafting, if they do move off of Stefan Diggs, or you know, even if they stay with him because Stefan Diggs is pretty old, um, they're gonna end up in a situation where that player could be like the wide receiver one in drafts for you know fantasy football. I was Maybe gonna not say one, um, but. Sure. Maybe one like this but season. Gonna, but yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say whoever gets picked there, like they're they're in for a possible wide receiver one role. So mm. they're looking for probably their guy of the future. A wide receiver one role with Josh Allen for the next five years if they go in the first round. That's that's really good. That's what we like. All right. On to the Dolphins. So Dolphins are pretty much in the exact same spot. Exact same. <laughs> They're fifty-two million in the hole right now. Um, I'm not seeing. And they have to pay Tua. Oh. So they're in a worse spot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're totally gonna pay Tua. By the way, like anybody that thinks they're not gonna pay Tua is insane. Um. They have eight guys getting paid more than fifteen million this year. That's so tough. I mean, Bradley Chubb worth it. Jalen Ramsey kind of fell off. Still uh, solid. Xavier Howard is solid, but he's thirty-one somehow. That blows my mind. Man, yeah, that's a lot of players up over there, and 
you don't really have any guys here that you can move off of to save yourself money. It's no, like similar to the Bills. They're great it's players. Even worse. Yeah, they have great players that are signed. Um, they just have no money. <laughs> but there's nobody that I'm seeing. I mean, do they have anybody solid that's Christian Wilkins? Christian, Christian Wilkins, yeah. Is Chase Claypool. <laughs> Chase Claypool. I'm just what a joke. Uh, Eli yeah. Apple. Uh, Robbie Chosen. Yeah, great player. <laughs> Justin Houston, Justin Houston is kind of like yeah. a sneaky one. I mean, he's That's, gonna retire. Yeah, he's probably the best of the ones we. Oh, just Oh, Andrew said. Van Ginkle. Van Ginkle's actually solid. Yeah. yeah. Uh, former Badger. But yeah, outside of that, they. Oh, Deshaun Hand is he good? I forget. I think he's decent. Yeah. So okay, enough just mentioning random players. Uh, sounds like they aren't <laughs> losing anybody. You know, insane. I think they have a yeah. couple guys that they could hold on to and probably want to hold on to. Not sure if they're going to be able to do that, staring at that $52 million. Um, Yeah, what do you think they do here? I think they just run it back, pretty much. Just like second year in this offense. Um, I mean, where do they need to add, really? Like, they have a couple beasts so on the good. offensive line. They have, I mean, they're built the exact same way as the uh, Niners. And that worked. So... If they can just set up that system and get it going, like they'll they'll just be good again. And whether or not they win or not is going to come down to how good Tua can be in prime time. And we haven't seen that yet. So Tua's good. That's pretty much. So pretty much, just run it back. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're gonna have to re-sign Javon Holland, Tua, Jalen Waddle. They're not in a good spot. So I don't think they're going to, you know, ball out on any of the guys that do have impending free agency when they have such big extensions coming up. Yeah. And Waddle's only three years in, so they they can wait one more year. They just have to give him his fifth year. Yeah, yeah. I was like, why is it? Okay. Um, And then as for the draft, they're, you know, not sitting in a great spot. They have the 21st pick. Uh, looks like they're planning to fill out some O-tackle holes, uh, strengthen up that run game. I don't hate that. I think that could work pretty well for them. They don't really have any needs outside of that, maybe defensively, uh, especially if you lose Van Ginkle, maybe you could get another linebacker or something like that. But I don't know. Um, do you like them going online? What? I do. Because look how big he is. This is literally Trent Williams. I lost it. 6'7", 330. 6'7", 330. Jesus Christ. Like, that guy's a monster. Yeah, it's a big boy. I I like that. Um, He's going to be an absolute anchor on their O-line for for A-Chan and Mostert for the next long time if they end up getting him. Uh, It's Amarius Mims for... Those of you that are listening or watching, we're not mentioning his name, um, out of Georgia. So he's super solid. And, you know, maybe they get Tyler Guyton out of Oklahoma if he falls a little bit, or, you know, Troy, but not Fatanu. <laughs> it's tough. Oh, it's, it's in the first <laughs> days. But he's only 6'4, 317. 
Uh, so he's a little bit smaller. Only. <laughs> These guys are huge. Yeah. So I think we have one more team left here if you're good. And I think this team has the most interesting situation. So um, the Dolphins in the second round are projected to get a defensive lineman. I think that makes sense with maybe like Justin Houston, Melvin Ingram, and Christian Wilkins up in the air. Yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot too. Um, I'm interested to see what they actually go for, but it feels like strengthening up defense O-line um, are the plays because at all the skill positions, they are just so set. Um, yeah. Unless you're too a hater, but you know, whatever. <laughs> All right, the Jets. Jets. This is a fun one. I haven't like considered this team in any actual like reality, uh, at all since Aaron Rodgers got injured. So they are. Change their logo. No, their logo sucks. Like, so yeah, bad. It's so bad. That's the first thing they need to do in free agency. They should just make it a little airplane that has like jets instead of like yes. JetBlue. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That looked like shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this season, plane. the Jets are 1.6 million in the positive, so they have 1.6 to spend. Uh, it looks like a lot of their contracts are expiring after this year, though, too, because they are 104 over in 2025, uh, or I guess under the cap. So. 2025 so they have a lot of room to work with for extensions um pretty good for them aaron Rodgers is making 17 million which is honestly like a fine number i'm willing to take that uh but you know they have a few guys that are making a significant amount of money right now and then you have yeah jordan whitehead uh i guess you have randall cobb Mackay yeah, Becton. you gotta move off of yeah. You gotta move off of Usama and Lazard. Yeah, Lazard is that was a very interesting signing. He's twelve million yeah. in cap space right now. If you were to cut him, um, you could end up saving negative money. You lose money. Nope. Yeah, but if they could just trade him to some team that. You Trey know, Lizard. has nothing. Trey Lazard, you get ten million back. Uh and then yeah. six million back next year. So yeah, I think that would be huge. I don't know why NFL teams don't do the thing where if you're tanking, you take on bad teams' contracts. I feel like that's not like a thing. <laughs> like it is in the <laughs> it NBA. Is like stupid. Like you can see like Oklahoma City or whatever will always like take on some players contract and then trade them on to the next guy and like readjust their contract and just eat it, which is so cool to like watch. Cause they're just playing with cap space at that point. Yeah. There, there's a bunch of different ways that you can manipulate the cap and open up space and, you know, get compensatory picks, which Bill Belichick was like known for, but um, yeah, it's definitely interesting how their cap space is working out um because it's weird like all their contracts are just like split half and half it's like half dead money half cap savings Mm -hmm. um 
So you definitely need to get rid of Uzama because he's simply not good enough for you to be paying him $11 million. No. I mean, are they really going to be able to trade Uzama, though? A cut, Probably not at $11 million. A cut would save them just $7 million straight up, so I think they might just cut him. Yeah. I think um, that makes sense. Yeah. Zach Wilson, too, is supposed to be uh, potentially up for grabs. Um, we'll see what that fetches. You think so? That'd be funny. That's what they said. They said that they're going to look into it. So, I mean, we'll he's, a, he's a decent backup, but yeah. No. I actually take that maybe back. A te- maybe a team like... Uh, the Saints or something? I could see that happening. The Saints? I feel like the Bucks. He could be a backup to Baker. I see it. Um, speaking of quarterbacks going to new teams, though, not to like completely sidetrack, but it seems like the favorites get Justin Fields right now are the Steelers, and we were all over that. We were. So That's pretty sweet. Um, so, yeah. In summary, the Jets' cap situation could use some improvement. Uh, they have a couple guys that they need to move off of, like Alan Lazard and Uzama. They have a couple guys they need to resign. Um, you know, luckily Randall Cobb is a free agent, but Mackay Becton is definitely an O lineman that you want to bring back for them, in my opinion. Um, and then when you look at the draft, I, I disagree. You don't like him? Nope. All right, well, when you look at the draft, it looks like they are drafting O-Tackle. So maybe Makai does end up getting moved on from. Um, they're taking Fashanu out of Penn State. And then, unfortunately for them, unfortunately for me, their second round pick, uh, which is 41, was traded to the Packers as part of that Aaron Rodgers deal. So it could have been a first round pick if Rodgers played, you know, more than 75% of snaps or whatever, but it ended up becoming a second-round pick. Like uh, .01. Yeah, it's not, not too hot, but, you know, whatever. Uh, I think the Jets obviously have a need at O-line. Do you have anywhere else that you see the Jets potentially, you know, shoring up their team? Um. Well, their defense is really fucking good in my opinion i mean there's no point in not running it back with that group um so whoever you can keep there maybe you cut some corners bring another guy in for cheaper who's basically the same player um you could go with that um the first round in the draft here um if you can add an offensive tackle which you can at that pick uh, especially with the top three picks probably being quarterbacks um it's it's definitely a big need i mean we saw it with Aaron Rodgers blown out his Achilles and literally his like third or fourth drop back. Um, so they need to, they need to shore up that offensive line or else it's just, mm. it's never going to work. I yeah. mean, yeah, that's, that's very important when you have an agent quarterback. Story. Yeah. <laughs> you I have, mean, you have Brees Hall, you have Garrett Wilson, maybe you need another wide receiver, but um, you can go into the whole little bit, spend on a guy. I don't know. They'll probably end up with, like, Gabe Davis. (laughs) They probably will. Uh, I wouldn't hate that, honestly. But, yeah, I think you got to protect that investment in Aaron Rodgers. You made a bunch of moves to get him. You got a bunch of his friends for shitty contracts, and you might as well make a draft pick 
uh, to shore that up, make sure he doesn't get injured again. Yeah, that was a pretty stupid decision to uh, just bring in his buddies and fuck your cap space. Yeah. I don't know. I don't hate it. Wouldn't you rather Aaron Rodgers in shitty cap space situation than no Aaron Rodgers? Well, they yes, got both. Especially, they got if both. You're, especially if you're a Jets. <laughs> especially if you're a Jets fan. Yeah. So maybe you know next year will look good for the Jets, but you know this year they got shitty players. So them signing Aaron Rodgers as friends and no Aaron Rodgers, uh, which is pretty funny. But I'm rooting for the Jets next year. Um, I wish Aaron Rodgers nothing but good luck. Are you rooting for the Jets or for Aaron Rodgers? For Aaron Rodgers. I'm not rooting for the Jets. Sorry if I misspoke there. Um, Just got to make sure, man. All right. So that's that's the AFC East. Um, let us know if you like the format for this on you know Twitter or Instagram or wherever else. Um, you know, appreciate everybody for listening or for watching. Feel free to hit the like button, subscribe or follow and rate five stars wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, and check out the website for all of our socials and stuff over there. So appreciate everybody for listening and we will get back to you guys on Wednesday with some betting previews for the rest of the NBA games this week. Yes, sir. All right. Thanks guys. Thank you. <laughs>